0: many more of the population now live in urban environments and garden sizes seem to be getting smaller and smaller and smaller but the importance of gardens in urban spaces is far more important not just as little oases and havens for for us as humans but they're also becoming even more important for our native insects and bees and butterflies in in these urban environments so you want to try and create a garden um If it's a small city garden that is useful and covers all of those sorts of bases so what sort of things types of questions and what types of issues would we recommend that you think about before you're actually going to set about making a making a city garden well there is a a trade-off in any small urban space that Quite often, if you've got a small garden, you're going to be overlooked. There's a lot of windows looking down into your garden. So there's this trade off between privacy and light. If you want to have a more private space, then you probably will need to plant taller plants so that you actually can sit in your garden and feel that you are in a very secluded little oasis. But that obviously cuts down the available sunshine in the garden and increases the amount of shade. You have to actually decide primarily what, what is the most important function for you. Are you looking for privacy and an escape, in which case being in a shaded garden where you feel that you, are, you can be taken to a different world because you don't see the buildings around you? is more important or whether you actually like the space, the being outside and the light and the sunshine and you want to enjoy that or If we take the former that actually for you privacy is predominantly the, the main issue that you you want to have in your garden you can then create a garden with very tall plants in it that will be shady there might be a little small um, area that you can get the sun in you create a little sort of glade in your garden but what you want to do is create a very sort of textured effect with foliage you don't want too much color so you would need to have lots of different types of foliage and shapes and textures and maybe just stick to one or two kinds of colors you know white is always very good in a shady garden Maybe maybe yellows But avoid the blues, they will tend to disappear in the the darkness. But again, the idea then is that you're creating an oasis. What you want to do is to stand in your garden and feel that the plants have taken you to a different place. So don't be frightened of having things that are really, really tall. Uh, Yeah, you're not going to get the sunshine, but then that's the choice. It's more important for you to sit there and have the privacy. If, on the other hand, having a space that is... of light that allows you to enjoy the sunshine in the city in your own garden then obviously having very tall plants that will provide the privacy are things that you will not necessarily be using. You might want to create a little privacy but probably best to do that with something like a parasol because then you can take that up and put that away. The issue then that you have to deal with is that you're surrounded by very big tall structurally solid shapes everything doesn't move it's very hard it's very rigid and I think it's always much better to try and create a contrast in the garden than that you you would have if you want to enjoy the sunshine you want to have brighter colors you want things that will visually be interesting to look at but also you want a lot of movement don't just have shrubs in the garden you want plants that really move because then That will contrast and provide a nice differential between your garden and the static buildings beyond. Small city gardens, you need to think about the surface that you're going to walk on. Everybody does love a bit of green space and obviously in the city it's far more important. People really feel a connection with having a grass lawn because it makes you feel that you are in the countryside more than you are. But the reality is that that lawns in, in very small spaces just won't work. Lawns don't work when there's what's called heavy footfall. So if you're using that small space a lot, the grass will wear out very, very quickly. I would really recommend if you really did want to have that idea of a green space, then I know a lot of garden design purists will hold their hands up in horror, but have fake grass. You know, it'll give you the impression of grass without actually having the problems of grass. But other than that, you really need to have hard surfaces in a small garden, permeable, so that you don't create problems with runoff. But because each square foot has a disproportionately high usage rate, the surface you put down must be able to withstand that. Now whenever you look in garden design books and magazines and they show you these beautiful urban gardens, they're very often full of trees and full of, of really tall plants. And they look amazing and they look fantastic, But They show you the pictures in the best seasons when they're looking their best and what you have to do before you put any plants in your garden is imagine and think what is this plant going to do in the off season? How many leaves is this going to drop? The issue with debris and detritus. The last thing you want to be doing is faced with loads of stuff that falls down every year that you've got to get rid of because most likely you haven't got a compost bin So you then probably got to take the stuff through the house to be able to get it down to the tip so we need to minimize the debris that plants will create and on my website i produced a a plant classification you know which i think is one of the most important ones i've got which are messy trees and untidy plants Because in a small city garden, I really don't want to be putting those in, no matter how nice they are. Classic is the birch tree. You'll probably read in lots of magazines and they'll say, oh yes, have have a birch tree. Small garden, you know, you can get really small ones. They're very pretty, they create dapple shade, they don't suck too much light. But by God do they drop stuff. My garden is surrounded by about six birch trees and all through the year, stuff falls off the leaves and off the trees be it leaves, dead leaves, twigs, catkins and not to mention the billions and billions of birch seeds that then fall down and blow everywhere in the house. Now that's something nobody will tell you but you need to look consider that before you look into any small garden design and what plants you're going to put in for example. So what would we put in? depending on whether you've gone for the predominantly actually I want light and sunshine in my garden or the privacy aspect whichever whichever one you've decided to go for these are our rules for small city gardens. Number one if it says good for naturalizing on the plant label these are not good for a small urban garden the word vigorous should be avoided at all costs if you see it on a plant label spreads via underground roots or suckers again avoid it like the plague words like evergreen, now these are good scented, that's really good too avoid absolutely anything with prickles your garden isn't big enough for you to have to create a cordon sanitaire around this architecturally stunning agave you just don't want it. And finally climbers. Now, lots of gardens will advocate having climbers, but climbers so quickly become a really tangled mess. We all know plants grow towards the light. And if in your small garden, you've got fairly low light levels at ground level because you're surrounded by shade, that climber's gonna grow up really quickly, which means that in a few years time, What you see of your climber are the woody stems and all the nice bits that you wanted to have are 10 feet above where you can't see them. So really think about climbers and whether they're suitable for your garden or not.